Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. This is where we share tips about business and parenting. Being a mom of three, CEO of the award-winning company Easy Daisy's speaker and educator, you're going to learn the tips and secrets of successful and incredible people. Elaine wants you to be inspired, challenged, and motivated, and that person you want your kids to grow up to be. This is Real Talk for Real Life. Hi, welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table, where we talk about how to create better, how to create better family, health, business, and self. And I had the honor recently of being part of something called the Stacey's Rise Project, and it was incredible. And part of that incredible experience was meeting incredible women. And one of the ladies that I met that just stood out to me, and she made me cry when she shared her story. So maybe you might want to pause and go run and grab some Kleenex, but unless you're like me, you'll need a whole box. So um, I cannot wait to introduce the founder of Seven Summit Snacks. She is a new mom. She is incredible. She has such a great story. She is not just a lover of chocolate. She is the creator of superfood chocolate. And I cannot wait to introduce her and share her to you. There's all these things I just learned about her as I was like looking her up myself. And I'm like, what on earth? She was a Disney figure skating princess. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So good. Okay. I'm just going to introduce her. Welcome, Kristen. Welcome. Hi, Eileen. Nice to see you again. <laughs> okay, where are you right now? Um, I'm at my kitchen table, as if you were at your kitchen table, um, in Edmonton, which is the city that I was born in and returned to after traveling around the world. And uh, yeah, I'm here to chat. This is where we run our business from. I love it. Off the kitchen table. That's exactly, I totally get it. That's why this podcast <laughs> is called Elaine's Kitchen Table. The business of real life because this is where I started uh, several of my small businesses and it's such a good place right it's near the kitchen you can grab some comfort food while you're stressing <laughs> out yeah. and and how is your new little baby boy yeah Isaac is just over four months old um he's such a bundle um of energy and joy and he has been um He's such a happy little baby, which makes things easy for us um, as he's growing up. But um, yeah, he's cute and he's here and it's it's a new life with him now. <laughs> that is so good. Congratulations. And yes, when I met you, you were pregnant. <laughs> and, <Yep. laughs> and then through all that you do, you had a baby. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. <laughs> I, I would like to. For you to tell us the story of summits, seven summit snacks. Yeah. How, so, how did you go from, uh, <laughs> you know, okay, you graduated with a, a bachelor of science in nutrition and food science, and then you became a figure skating Disney princess <laughs> to the creator of launching this superfood chocolate. How? What? Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, I used to figure skate when I was, um, through my childhood and it landed me a place with Disney on ice when I wasn't sure what to study after high school. And, um, so with that, I traveled the world, got out of Canada, um, and was able to see the world skating and getting paid to do something that I love. So pretty lucky in that respect. Um, 
have found a job that Which I love. princess were you? I have to yeah. ask. Yeah, so I was the understudy for Belle um, oh. in Beauty and Beast. And then I also skated on two variety shows where I was, um, yeah, understudy for like Bo Peep and also for like Cruella de Vil. Eventually. Wow. Okay. So, well, I have to say, Belle is one of our favorite princesses. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> She's the original best. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, and then I went, I through my touring, I realized uh I wanted to study fruit food and nutrition. Um, I like how food uh fuels your body as an athlete. And so I wanted to understand that more. Went to study that at the University of Alberta. And um, as I was doing my nutrition studies, I came across, we had uh, courses in food science and, yeah. and recognizing that clinical practice for nutrition is hard um, mentally because often people don't listen to you or they're coming to see you in very um, stressful circumstances. Yes. Um, food, the, the study of food science just brought joy to me. I was like, what you can, this is a thing, like you can do this. And then wow. I took a course in sensory science and that even laid it on. It's understanding the how things smell, taste, and drive liking. And it's like, okay, this is for me now. So it took me a little while to find my way, but um, graduated from, yeah, the University of Alberta with a degree in nutrition and food science. That landed me a job with Cadbury right off the bat. No way. Yeah. (laughs) You were so lucky. I I moved, yeah, I moved to England, um, got a job in, with Cadbury in their sensory science department. And then that evolved into recipe development. And so I, I've been making chocolate recipes for the world, really, like for, for Germany, for England, <laughs> um, for over a decade. So I took all that knowledge and wow. brought it with me into my new business. Um, that but is you know, about seven summits. Yeah. So my, when I was living in England, I'd come home every Christmas and, uh, my sister, who's a triathlete, she'd asked me, she asked me one Christmas, she's like, can we eat chocolate instead of carb gels for, uh, for training and for our events? So doing triathlon and I was running at the time and I never thought about it before. You think of chocolate as a treat, as this kind of food. And I thought about it and I was like, actually chocolate has a really good uh, nutrition profile for endurance sport. So because it's going to give you a slower energy release because it is a mixture of fat and sugar. So Wow. Kind of just sat on that idea and we're like, and that's home. why you might see, like we see commercials all the time talking about drinking chocolate milk. I have three volleyball players, yeah. my, mm-hmm. my children, and they inhale chocolate milk. And then when my son showed me, look, mom, it's actually good for sport. Yeah. I'm like, exactly. Okay, validated. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And so this idea that chocolate can be good for you um, is a new one and, or a newer one to at least the Western, the Western market. But um yeah, so I had gone home, which home at the time was England, just kind of sat on the idea. And then my um, partner at the time wanted to start the challenge of the seven summits. So that's climbing the tallest mountain on each continent. So he went wow. and did Aconcagua and then went to go do Mount Everest. I went to Nepal with him, went to base camp and then said my goodbyes as I went back home because it was still going to be another six weeks before uh, a acclimatization before um, he would do his summit push. So I went home, went back to work. And one night I woke up in the middle of the night and was like, it's called seven summit snacks. And so this idea I hadn't thought about really very much just popped into my head. I opened my phone, wrote down a whole bunch of things about the product, how the format would be, what the nutrition needed to be, the purpose. 
I looked at the clock and was like, Robin's on the summit. And I realized that that was the time he was supposed to be summiting Mount Everest. Um, went to bed and then woke up a couple hours later and found out at that time he had actually passed away after reaching the summit. So this epiphany had come to me about the company. Right. Yes. And it was, although it was tragic and, and sad, it was also very clear what my next wow. steps had to be. So um it was like a, a gift from the yeah, from the, the just the oh, most sorry. crazy experience I've ever had in my life. Um I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank you. Um so yeah, it was um a hard time. Um my sisters flew over from Canada. They helped pack me up, help wrap up everything I needed to wrap up with my life in Europe. And and then I moved uh back home to Edmonton um in the summer of 2019. And and that was it. I I'd only ever worked in the chocolate industry. There's not a chocolate industry in Edmonton. <laughs> um, and now there uh, is because <laughs> there is. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> There's some really great local chocolatiers, and those really great chocolatiers didn't need any help from me, even though I reached out. So, <laughs> um, yeah. so what do you do when you want to? I didn't want to work in a boring job, and so um, I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm starting my own company. <laughs> wow. So, Started That's Seven Summit incredible. Snacks with my sister. Um, we had a third co-founder that we started with who since left the business. But um, yeah, and that's how we got started. Um, incredible. Really. incredible. I love the name. Thank Seven you. Seven Summit Snacks. So, so, so much meaning to it. And yeah. and, and I, I love that your chocolate bars are named after that too, because I was looking and I'm like, oh, Denali, which is the highest mountain peak in North America. And like, just so creative. I love it. And I, I think it's very inspirational to, to, to be named after the, the seven, um, the seven tallest peaks. So good. Thank you. Yeah. That's kind of, we see ourselves as an aspirational brand for sure. Um, it was very interesting. One of the earliest exercises my sister and I did, um, and this is why it's so important to have team members <laughs> sometimes like it, sometimes you just want to do it all yourself and get it all done. But yes. the value of team, uh, was apparent from the beginning. And, and we, my sister and I, we sat down, we took a uh, half an hour to an hour just to brainstorm what we thought the company would, would, how it would turn out and product wise. Mm-hmm. And I sat, was like, wrote down the seven summits and wrote down the flavors for each of those uh, bars. My sister sat down, she wrote down seven summits, but as a different product. So she, her idea of it was that we'd have seven different products that each one would represent a different summit. And here I am, I'm thinking, well, no, I'll, we'll get all these flavors. So together we came up with 49 products within about oh, 30 minutes. That is so great. Which is like a 10 year pipeline for product development. It's fantastic. Yep. That's yeah. brilliant. So brilliant. <laughs> so how many bars do you have now? Right now we're six. So we have two product formats. We have an 80 gram classic superfood infused chocolate bar, and we have our 30 gram endurance bar, which is an energy bar. Um, And so we started with those two formats and we started with uh, two flavors and then launched our third. And we're really on the precipice of land of launching two more flavors. I just got to get my button gear. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a four month old. So there's, yeah. <laughs> okay. So do you have a favorite, a favorite one? Like if someone was to say, okay, which one should I try? Yeah. And so uh, it depends who you ask. My personal favorite is our Aconcagua superfood bar. It's an 80 gram dark chocolate with golden berries in it. Um, 
back in my product development days, I was obsessed with the flavor of golden berries and chocolate, uh, like with dark chocolate. It has such a nice combination, but convincing so a big, yeah, convincing a big company to take on golden berries was hard. They're like, no, it's not known enough. Um, uh, people don't know what it is. And so therefore they're not going to buy it. Um, acai, they understand goji berries are trending, blueberries, things like that. People understand, but golden berries, people don't know. Where are golden so, berries? Well, I started my own company. I can put whatever I want in it. <laughs> Where are golden berries from? Yeah, they're from Peru. Um, so going back to that seven summits, are the another layer of kind of complexity within our brand is where we're sourcing ingredients from the region or the flavors are inspired by the region of the mountain. So our Aconcagua is the tallest peak in South America. We use Peruvian chocolate and golden berries in the bar. So it really has that South American flavor to it. Oh, that sounds so good. Is that the one I tried in Stacey's Rice? Um, I think that you tried the Everest bar with the Himalayan salt and goji berries. So again, you get the the, um, the homage to the mountain region. That, um, well, I cannot wait to order. So I'm just <laughs> saying that now people are listening. Like, where can I get these chocolate <laughs> bars? Where can they get these? Yeah, so you can do direct online uh, through our website. Mm-hmm. Uh, sign up to our newsletter and you'll get a disc. We send discount codes out all the time. So you can save on your shipping or on your order. And alternatively, if you want to buy in store, which a lot of people do, that's something we really realized. Um, we had grand plans of having a bigger e-com business, but people still just want to go in and buy the product in store. Yeah. So we have a store locator. You can click on right. that, and find your nearest location. That's awesome. And I will have all of this in my show notes as well, uh, your website and and uh, your social media links and everything like that, <laughs> because you have such great social media. I love all the all the photos and and people on their adventures eating your ch- yummy chocolate super <laughs> superfood bars and like <laughs> my picture would just be me on the couch with that's your- okay we're doing that that's our whole marketing campaign for the fall is like celebrating life and like how you feel mundane but like you did the laundry today <laughs> good for you sometimes yeah, that's like my address right yeah there. exactly <laughs> So we recognize that we want to celebrate that and you'll see more pictures of that coming up <laughs> rather than us running around like crazy people on bikes and mountains. Oh, no, so good. I see. I live in the West Coast, so there's lots of <laughs> happening over here. So, yes, um, I I want to ask you if if you like you started out in 2019 Mm-hmm. So would you have a tip right now? Cause it's been four years, yeah. a tip for someone who's saying, okay, I'm just starting out. I'm just stressing out. What do I do? Like if you had one tip for someone who's just starting out, what would that be? Um, for the person who is thinking about it, my advice is just start. Mm-hmm. But for the person who has started, my advice is you need patience. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I don't know, I'm very driven and expect things to happen on a lot faster of a timeline than yes. a lot of people do. And and so I just want to push. I have so much passion to like move things forward. Um, but I have really had to recognize that things take time and there's so much, so many relationships outside of what you're doing with suppliers, with shipping, with uh the bank, <laughs> with whomever. And um that patience is important as well. Um, Also the patience and understanding that sometimes the time is not right for you to do what you think you need to do. So um, just having the grace to be able to um, 
sit and then perhaps keep manifesting it <laughs> and then it'll right? come eventually. yeah no, I love it just start <laughs> just gotta start and yeah, then, start yeah, yeah. And, and you know sometimes you're like not ready for something when someone says yeah and you know go with your gut I, I think right Trust totally agree with that and and of course sometimes you just have to say no but sometimes you say yes and then you learn as you figure it out and and yes. that is okay too yeah. because mm-hmm. Right. What do they define an entrepreneur as someone who jumps off the cliff and then builds the airplane on the way down? I love when you talk about that. Yes. <laughs> and while carrying a newborn baby. Yeah. <laughs> but I had to put my mask on first. So they yes. yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. crazy. Now mm-hmm. you have a fabulous product-based business. Now, do you have any tips? One, two, or three for how to get products out there. So yeah. if someone's listening, like, okay, you, I'm struggling. I, I don't even know where to begin or I'm I'm having a hard time getting my products out there. What should I do? What's um, more I'm rooted. Yeah, absolutely rooted in consumer feedback. Um, you might think you have a good product, but you need other people to believe you had a good, good product. So you need to be able to give some away and you need to be able to also like be open to feedback about what works and what doesn't work. And so we started that from the beginning. That is something that I learned in my own, like in my career development and I brought through with me. Um, So we got on the Facebook groups and we're telling people, hey, do you want some free chocolate (laughs) to fill in a survey? Yeah, we got a lot of responses. (laughs) So, um, So we did that. We listened to the feedback and we tweaked our recipes based on, on, on that information. Um, so I think that's really important with the product-based business. Again, you think you might have a niche, but doesn't mean that the world around you thinks that, that you do. And so, um, that's really important. And then, um, sourcing is, is hard as well. Um, there's a balance between quality and, uh, price. Um, and so, I'm going to say a lot of businesses tend to um, small businesses might stick to quality first. um, But then as they get bigger, they recognize the prices aren't, aren't workable anymore. And so, um, and that's something we personally balance with. It's like, well, at what point or do I ever trade off quality for price? Um, And so it's just trying to find that balance and and making that work for you. That is absolutely tricky. It is. Like even like, you know, with when COVID happened, mm-hmm. when I first started my product, I created it all in Canada. Yeah. Because it was such small quantities and, mm-hmm. and I had to figure it out quick because people are asking for it. So I was making it off our kitchen table, literally. Yeah. <laughs> and then when a store started to order and asking me if I could sell them 2000 units. Well, I thought, okay, it took me a year to make 2000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I really got to figure this yeah. out. And then, and, and it is a crazy step. Like, so yes, I started manufacturing offshore and then during COVID, I started manufacturing some of my lines in Canada, but it costs five to seven times more. Yeah. And, you know, then you just have to wait, what is the value? What, why? And mm-hmm. so, yes, lots to figure out. And I'd love your, your first point, the people feedback, right? Mm-hmm. Always listening to our customers because they are how our business is going to happen or grow or even become a business is to listen to our customers. So I love that that was your number one. Do you have Mm -hmm. any more tips on how to get your product out there? Yeah. And just, you got to be out there. And, And that's the other thing we've put so much resource behind, maybe even too much 
I was speaking to a formal accountant or business advisor, but um, for a a food-based business, at least people got to try it. They've got to try it. And for us in our target market being endurance sport, athletes are picky. Once they find one thing they like, they want to stick to it because often um, you can get gut issues where you're getting an upset stomach during your activities. And so once you find the one thing it works, you kind of stick to that. So for us, it was really important to be in their element, giving out product for free um, so that they could try it and then have the um, ability to feed back to us in the moment. So we went in 2022, we we were at a race almost every other weekend or maybe even every weekend throughout the summer, um, giving bars to people to try out, um, getting their feedback and, and loving that they're telling us that it worked for them and that they loved it. Um, and then there's again, this year being closer to home. Cause I had my son, um, just revisiting our local community. And, and so we did our local farmer's markets this year instead to get a little bit wider reach within our, um, within our community. So, but people got to try it and then they like a free sample. Sometimes they try it right away. Sometimes they don't, but you're giving them the opportunity to, especially our product is a little bit more expensive. So, um, here, try this out. <laughs> No, like that so good. Me. <laughs> so good and so true, right? You have to get it out there. And yes, it will cost money. It means yeah. giving away free product and, you know, like, and, but you get such great feedback and then you mm-hmm. learn from that and improve that. Like even when I, I did, um, I had a mom trial group for my most recent launch product and, and people who have never heard of easy daisies and, and I just want it like, just like fresh fresh eyes and yeah. brand yeah. new. They don't even know what my original product was that won 14 awards, but they had no idea. <laughs> and, you know, as I'm like handing it out to them and, and it was kind of like a, a focus group, mm-hmm. I saw a mistake already. Oh my goodness. And just realizing, okay, I already have a thousand of these out there. And I'm like, but I just saw <laughs> something that I could, have done different. And, and um, so just so much we can learn from putting it out there. That's Mm -hmm. so important. Now, do you have any other tips or, or was that? Those are the, those are the main things. It's so good. I love it. (laughs) Get it out there. Um, There's a saying, Kristen, you know, tough times never last, but tough people do. Was there a time in, in this entrepreneur, entrepreneurial journey of yours that you did oops a a big mistake that you learned from and what was it and what what did you learn from that yeah I the oopses I'm I think we had like a small smelling mistake on one of our packages but not anything that anyone's really going to notice um but I'm notoriously terrible for making sure our inventory is up to stock. So, um, so leaving the ordering of the materials a little too late. And, oh, I understand um, that. And I can't then, imagine sitting with a bunch yeah. of chocolate. I'd be like, I just ate inventory. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then recognizing that the lead time might be a little longer than I expected. And like literally sitting in that cycle right now where I have nothing to sell. <laughs> so, um, and I'm like, our bank account is dwindling. Because <laughs> it's all just like, it I'm acquiring materials. 
So right, there's like having inventory, uh, like a product based business is yeah. scary. There are formulas. And I just learned one. I'll share it with you later. <laughs> <laughs> I learned to reorder. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so that would be super helpful because I haven't seemed to nail that yet. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, I think what keeps me up at night and what really stresses me out is, is that kind of cash flow piece where we're getting low on fumes and we have to figure it out somehow. Um, and it causes me sleepless nights and, then I just recognize that, okay, I have to prioritize getting the materials, getting those things transformed because if there's no chocolate to sell. We don't make any money. So uh, the rest of the business can't run. And, and so sometimes I get caught up. I'm going to, yeah, this is a good one. Sometimes I get caught up in, in some of the like lighter weight, fun kind of things where like design a t-shirt or yeah, find another race to go to. But um, versus like keeping focused on driving the sales and, and driving and just growing the business that way. Um, that's hard. And, and cause you want to do the fun things, but at the same time you need to get the, you need to have the business run. <laughs> so. no, absolutely. No, for sure. Like I, I love it. All true pains of having mm-hmm. a product-based business. And, and I, I do want to say on the same vein of raising mm-hmm. funds is you just did a successful crowdfunder and you mm-hmm. did it in Japan. I'm like, wow, congratulations. <laughs> That's incredible. Thank you. So good. But tell us what, how did this happen? A crowdfunder yeah. and in Japan. How? So here's a piece of advice for uh, entrepreneurs and businesses who want to uh, grow as grow outside of Canada, um, at least in Alberta. Um, I'm going to, I think this happens in BC because we did a mission where uh, it was both BC and Alberta based businesses, but your local government is looking to export and and sell itself as a wonderful province. And like the idea of Canada um the brand mark of Canada is important to international consumers. So we were approached uh, over a year ago by um, the Trade Commission in in Japan from uh, Canada and Alberta, uh, looking for energy bar type products, and um, and they approached us and we were like, okay, well, I guess I'll try this out. <laughs> like I, I had no Japan was not on my radar at all. And uh like US, yes, that makes sense. Europe, yes, I lived there. I understand how the product works. But Japan, I was like, okay, sure. But like you said earlier, sometimes you just gotta trust your intuition and take the opportunities that come. And uh the partner who is working with us, she just really believes in our business and um, made it easy for me to do. I wanted to throw up every wall, every barrier that was possibly there to politely say no without saying no. <laughs> and so was this partner Canadian or Japanese? Yeah, so uh, members of the like ag- Agriculture Alberta um, wow. who from an international perspective look so- to import in Alberta made products. And she just made it so easy for me. She's like, we have this opportunity and just send me a couple samples. It cost me a hundred bucks to send stuff to Japan. Um, and she represented our product at a food show. And then there was a little bit of interest. And then um, the, they had this new challenge of, of doing a crowdfunding platform. They're doing um, a few different products in the, throughout the year. And our product lends well to, to mailing. Um, and so they set up a platform for us. 
Uh, they had funding, so they didn't wow. have to pay for it. Um, oh. And they're part paying for the label translation. I have to make the product and send it over there. So incredible. Yeah. So again, you have to recognize the opportunities when they're there and and, and take them. Um, again, it was pretty low risk for us. And that's how we started. We started with crowdfunding as a way to validate our product and our idea. Like, again, going back to my advice, people need to want your stuff. If you're going to like, it's all good. You have tons of good ideas. No one's going to buy it. Then what's the point of even putting the effort behind it? So we see it as a way of validating that our product, that people want to buy our product, which is what happened. Um, and we were able to do that. So I harped on some in some people that I had um, met before from Japan, from when I skated. Um, again, Facebook groups. I got some people. I joined a couple of Facebook groups in Japan and I was able to like promote our, our product that way. And um, and then again, just the network of people who were backing this from the Japanese side. And we were able to crowdfund and we're going to ship our order um, the beginning of November. And then after that, we're going to follow up. I'll be in Japan in March to run the Tokyo Marathon. Oh my um, goodness, that's so, so cool. <laughs> yeah, that we're going to so market cool. our products again there. So um, yeah, I just got to take that opportunity sometimes um, and, and see see what it's going to do for you. And again, it's pretty. it was low risk, totally low risk for us. So no, congratulations. That's so awesome. And you are giving such great advice, right? Like it is about people, right? When you, when your tips were, you know, like get the people's feedback, right? So like when you're testing out something, try, let a bunch of people test it out yeah. and learn from them. And then you figure out how to source it in a way that makes sense and is affordable and, and makes sense for your business and then get it back out there. Mm -hmm. and, and I just, I really, really love that. And I want to know, I think our listeners want to know what is next for seven summit snacks. Yeah. So we're just trying to grow uh, as much as we possibly can. Uh, we're signing with, or in the process of looking to sign with the distributor, a national wide one. Um, we know we need to be in the big sports stores and trying as a small business, trying to get there. They don't take your calls. They don't <laughs> answer your emails. You don't even know if you're emailing the right person. Um, so through signing with a distributor, um, they already have the door that's open, um, the year of the buyer. And so we're, uh, working on the paperwork for that right now. Um, okay. it's a really hard decision to do for, again, for a product-based business because your margins just go through the floor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you have to weigh it though. It's like, yeah. they have their foot in the door. They have the shelf space. Yes. And so now it's just volume and, and you are paying them to, to get it out there for you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. So we don't have a sales team. So they're effectively getting the door open for us if we were to have a sales team instead. Um, and they just have those relationships. The food business is all is, about relationships. <laughs> so That is so key. Exactly. Yeah. I fully understand that. So, so yeah, that's, that's very excited for us. Yeah. Very exciting. So excited for you. I, I think it's going to definitely like take you to that very next level when you have a distributor. So congratulations. That's so exciting. Yes. And make sure you have a lawyer to read the contract. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, so good. And I'm going to respect your time. A quick tip for each of these, how to create better business, health, family, and self. So quick tip, top of your head, 
a tip for better business? Uh, boundaries. <laughs> oh, so good. I love it. So good. Boundaries. Very good. A quick tip for better health. Um, eat chocolate. Heck yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yes. And not just any chocolate, right? Superfood infused chocolate. <laughs> Chocolate is a superfood. So there you go. Yes, it is dark chocolate, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I shared that on um I segment because sometimes I'm the guest parenting and educational expert on CTV Morning Live. And oh, I wonderful. talked about superfoods for your brain and dark yes. chocolate and probably everything that you put inside your superfood chocolate bar. Absolutely. <laughs> and best uh tip for how to create better family. Um attention. Being being present, being present with the people that you love. Oh my goodness, I love that so much. <laughs> You're a new mom of four months and you are so wise, right? It is so true. Our <laughs> children don't ask us to be perfect, but they would like for us to be present and mm-hmm. so good. And even in, in with your life partners, right? Let's be present. That means show up and put yep. that phone down. So mm-hmm. good. Last one, how to create better self. Um boundaries <laughs> oh my goodness okay i'm giving you a big award because you are yeah. so wise boundaries 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 so mm-hmm. good now christian if anybody wanted to find you right now where's the best place for them to go uh i'm gonna say yeah let, let's do linkedin i think oh, you LinkedIn. contact me through linkedin yeah linkedin for me personally and then our our business in uh seven summit snacks uh on instagram is our most active page so um that's how you can find us but yeah my name at linkedin that is so good thank you i just want to say kristen thank you so much for joining me on my podcast i know that you truly inspire me and and i'm sure our listeners as well and i just want to say thank you thank you for just being awesome and thanks for the opportunity. It was so nice to see you again as well. <laughs> yes. And I'm sure our paths will definitely cross again. And for sure. to our listeners, I just want to say thank you for joining us. And uh, please do check out Summit Summit Snacks on Instagram and find this incredible woman. Um, she is truly inspiring. And oh my goodness, definitely order her superfood chocolate. <laughs> right? I'm like, I, when I was talking to you earlier, I'm like, stocking stuffers. Yes. And mm-hmm. you too can eat yours with me on your couch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kristen. Thanks, Elaine.